Hey, welcome to the museum podcast. I'm Zora. I'm Sydney. And this is the first official museum podcast. So last week we posted an article basically introducing the podcast a bit about ourselves. And we've got an email. It's podcastmuseum1903 at gmail.com. Um, feel free to send us suggestions in that of any podcast topics. Uh, we usually write articles that correlate to the podcast that we've posted. So they're free yes. for you to check out. And we could really use suggestions. Um, so this this week's podcast, we decided to do a whole podcast of just hypotheticals. So basically, it's kind of like a game. So you have questions and you kind of just like put your opinion on it out there and you just talk about it. But in like a normal podcast, we'd have like specific topics and hypotheticals would be like the last 10 minutes. But today, it's hypotheticals. It's all hypotheticals. Right. right. We have a hat with um, hypotheticals in them. So pick it. No, I'm going to choose one. Okay, first hypothetical is, will religion ever be obsolete? Will religion ever be obsolete? You go first, what do you think? Right, obsolete, let's define that. That basically means it will cease to exist. Do I think religion will cease to exist? Personally, I don't think so. I as think an atheist, you're saying it as, won't. As an atheist, I don't think it will cease to exist because there's too many people that believe in religion, too many people that use it as a, as a something to cling on to, I guess. I think, no, I agree. I don't think it'll become obsolete because, like, at the end of time, there are lots of theories in religion that lead to the end of time. Well, theories, wow. There are lots of, like, written things that lead to the end of time in religion. So, like, until we reach the end of time, religion will still be here because people still have faith. Mm-hmm. And end of time, God knows when that's going to happen. So We've made too much progress to go back already, especially with religion. Because yeah. right now, someone might say... Oh yeah, let's abolish this. <laughs> <laughs> I could I don't think. <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. The end of time is the end of time, and we won't cease. We won't. We will stop existing after the end of time. So until the end of time, we will still exist. So we will still have faith. And as long as there's people, there's religion. I think it's dependent of the mind. Yeah. That's you're an atheist, by the way. I'm an atheist, I'm just, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, in case you don't know you're an atheist. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so... I think it's dependent on the mind, because without humans, what's religion? Religion, the evidence that we have of it is com- like you know, it's comprised of beliefs, readings, all these types of things, which has been spread by humans. Therefore, yeah. I don't think it will be obsolete as long as we exist. Yeah, and we will exist to the end of times. You see, it will never become obsolete until yeah. all of us are gone. Yeah. Anyways... Is that it? Okay. That's it for the first hypothetical. She's the second one. That was a fast hypothetical. Mm. I just I just think that humans are too powerful. You know what I mean? Way too powerful. I can't read this, man. <laughs> laws to abolish and why? So if you were a powerful politician, um, what laws would you abolish? Go on. Or law. Or plural. You okay. Oh, you know what? I don't know. Because I think... Can it be from any country? I feel like there's a lot of stupid laws that just shouldn't exist. Like, you know there's one that's like, you can't hold a fish 
a big fish in front of parliament whilst wearing armour or something like that. Or like you can't What's wear... the likelihood that that's going to happen though? Oh no, it did happen. Someone did it for a YouTube video, but that was like on purpose. It wasn't yeah, like he yeah. stumbled across a fish whilst in a knight costume. There's the one in Scotland where if you're pregnant, you can go into anyone's house and use the bathroom. You can piss in the bathroom, okay. I feel like that's... That's not a stupid law. It's reasonable, that's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, nice for a pregnant lady, I mean... I don't know. If I was a powerful politician, I would... I don't think I'd abolish any laws because I don't really know that much. But I would politics A levels. Um, I would I would abolish you know bad things. Oh laws, yeah. I would abolish like laws that say like that, the ban on abortion. Yeah, yeah, and like that. Um, 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 homosexual marriage is not okay. Like that obviously needs to go. Mm-hmm. So laws like that that contravene within like human rights. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they need to go. Oh my yeah. god, do you know what? Do you know what though? What? You know how we have human like human rights and articles and crap? Hmm. But like the law that people are allowed to get married, like man, man, woman, whatever you are. Like civil punishment. Yeah. That came in like way after I think that came in like after human rights were like made and brought into action in the UK. It was like I learned about this. It was like fairly recent. Fairly it was recent. like in the nineties, the human rights nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Human Rights Act came into the UK, but like, wouldn't it like be incompatible with the Human Rights Act before? So why did it take so long for like these two comments out? You know what? I think I'd just be a great politician. Oh my god, <laughs> I would just be a great politician. Now I feel like if it contradicts human rights, then it shouldn't be a law in the first place because we need social solidarity in this world. Yeah, exactly. Okay, go on. Next, okay. next one. These are going really fast. I really want the fish one. The fish one? Yeah, because I feel like I we don't. have a lot to say about that. I think, okay. What has the fish one? No, it's not. What is it? So why do we judge other people by their actions and us by our own intentions? This one's interesting because it's true. Yeah, no, it is. Like, if you, okay, so I have an intention, like, okay, so my intention is to make someone happy by accidentally don't make them happy. But it doesn't matter because my intention was to make them happy. Yeah, yeah. My action doesn't it doesn't matter. But for someone else, if I saw that coming from someone else, I'd be like, well, it doesn't matter what they thought. They did what they did. Yeah, that's the problem. I think it's just about what's visible, what's made evident to you. Because you, the only thing that you get on the receiving end is the action. You don't get the intention. No one's going to tell you what their intention was. They just hope that I that's mean, they evident. Could. Like someone could be like, oh, that wasn't my intention to hurt you. But, but they'll say that afterwards because they, like, on their behalf, they think their intention is through the action. They think that. Like, again, this is a low-scale example, but surprise birthday. You know people get mad when you lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people, people get mad when you lie, and then you go into your house, there's a bunch of people there. That person might get mad. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they didn't want to see anyone that day. But your intention behind it was good, and you hope that that would pass through your action of showing up, getting them a cake, presents, company. That's true. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Oh, so that like happened you, to me. Like you, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It happened to me. I, was, <laughs> I came to my house. You all were here. I was like, what the hell, bro? Yeah. I want to take a nap and then I'm being bombarded. Bombarded. You know, I started crying. School birthday, yep, you did. I've got it recorded. No, like over here, but also when I went back in because my mum wanted me to change. Oh, yes. She was like, you need to change, you need to look nice. And I started crying, like, I just want to, I just want my bed. I just want a nap. I don't, I'm grateful. But you see, the thing is, it was our intention. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. people's intentions to make people happy, and they hope that it's projected in the action. But well, then, yeah, you know, yeah. you're unaware of it, and then you use your... And also, people act really secretive. Yeah, and it's do. like, before the surprise or whatever, you're just there like, is Confused. there something going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that could cause hurt or something, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do, I'm very grateful. <laughs> but honestly, I don't like surprise parties. I don't like parties in general. Like, if it's for me, I would like to go, like, I go to parties. Mm. But if it's for me, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I don't really celebrate things yeah, yeah. for myself because I can't be bothered. And also, I don't really think it's a big deal. No, that's true. But why do we think that we do that? Because it's just how we are. We're selfish. We are selfish. That's just human nature, do you know what I mean? We just try to justify ourselves. We say we're empathetic, but we justify ourselves because of our intentions. But people's intentions can change. They can say they mean one thing and then change change their intention throughout. But it's not going to change their action, do you know what I mean? Exactly. So you can, like, you can have a bad intention, carry out a bad action... Then you can come to the realization, oh, that was bad, but your intention's still good after it's changed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what? Do you know what I mean? Like, same. No. Like, okay, someone's got bad intention, bad intention, bad action. Yeah. Come to a realization. Now they've got a good intention, but the action still happened regardless. But they're still gonna try to justify things because, oh, well, I learned my mistake. My intentions are good now. Oh, well, that doesn't count as an intention. That counts as like a lesson that you learned. Not the true because it happened beforehand. often. Yeah, yeah. And if they had a bad intention before, and they're just a bad pe- person. Mm. Okay, next. <clears throat> Are we done with that? Yeah, get the next one. If universe is finite, then what's the <laughs> edge of it? What the hell does that say? If the universe is fin- finite, finite, whatever you say, um, then what's at the edge of the universe? What does it mean? What is the, what is the edge of the universe? So if it if it doesn't go on forever, if there's an extent to where the universe ends, then what's beyond the universe what's beyond the universe mm. well how do you define universe as a physical thingy as a physical thing mm. well, no, isn't that well, just like the milky way and then the, the expanding like right but if people say that it's like fine fine infinite whatever it stops at some point right so beyond the universe what's beyond there well another universe well, how do you know that I don't know that. I think that. <laughs> I don't know anything. It's like that guy. What's his name? The teacup. The teacup. Bertrand Russell. Was that Russell? I think so. Either Russell or someone. They, the teacup analogy. You just believe things because you go off assumptions. No one's going to... None of us. We're not going to delve into space and look for a teacup. But if someone tells us it's there, then what, what evidence do we have to believe that it's not there? Um... No evidence, but a rational way of thinking that I don't believe there's a teacup floating in space. Fine, but take away the rational side of things. Why Think. would I do that? Because you need to question things. If what if someone went up there through a teacup? Okay, yeah. So why do we need to assume that it's not there? It could be. So what's the point? <laughs> what is your point? <laughs> I'm trying to justify the teacup. Um. Okay, yeah, fine. Fine, there's a teacup floating in space. People believe that. And what about it? Like People believe that. I've, I believe that there's another universe beyond this universe. Because there's no reason not to believe. Because there's no reason not to believe, exactly. Yeah. Like, what, what? Like, of course, there might be other things that I don't even know exist. Like, there are things in the world that we don't even know exist, but mm-hmm. they exist. 
but we just don't know they exist and we just don't know we're them. oblivious to a bunch of things yeah sense. like these random sea creatures that come out of nowhere every year they find a new freaking shark or something mm. like we didn't know that existed and it's just weird like obviously there's stuff that we don't there could be like an alien with five legs and two arms and three fingers just walking about in the uh, in beyond the universe and we just don't know because it we don't know it exists that's true but yeah my answer is that there's another universe fine do you believe in dimensions like you know like i think so yeah in this world i'm sitting here mm. and in the next world i could be standing there <laughs> that's such a lame example <laughs> but <laughs> you know what i mean i feel like it's plausible it's just because we've got so much like even with a reflection okay light that's a funny thing light is a funny thing light is a funny thing we've got reflections who's to say that perhaps that is what people mean by another dimension it could literally be a reflection it doesn't have to be like you physically being somewhere else yeah it doesn't have to be super it could just it could literally be you looking into a mirror that's reflection that's another dimension of all mirrors oh my god you know that thing me inverted is one dimension. Me looking into a mirror is another dimension. Yeah. Me in real life is another dimension. So it's all about pers- like perception of yourself. Like you see yourself. Uh, yeah, forward. I feel like that could be like other dimensions. Yeah. But then again, that's just reflection. Like me looking in a window and seeing my face. But because you stay consistent, it's only the medium you're looking through. So like a mirror, that's the only thing that's changing. That's true. But like I'm talking about scientific dimensions, mm. like with portals and crap. Like when you're pulling a whole Rick and Morty and you're just going through portals. Yeah, but I feel like it's like another question of why should we not believe that? Why yeah, should I mean? we disregard of it? Yeah, because it's because nothing has been created. Because to my knowledge, with dimensions, life. people say that there's life after death. Arguably, that's not Ooh. in the same dimension as us. That could. That's another dimension. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people who'd believe that. Maybe not from a scientific point of view, but from a religious point of view. But I'm talking about about dimensions in life. Real life, like when you're alive. How do you know if you're alive? Oh my god, do you know that thing that was... It was the head head and dome machine. So you walk in and it's like, here your pleasures will be like fulfilled. You'll have oh, your dream the world. pleasure machine, Robert Nozick. Yeah, Robert Nozick. Like that thing. What was my point? I don't know. I've forgotten. Different dimensions. Different dimensions. Nah, I've forgotten. Never mind. What the hell? I, mean, I guess they're different to different people. Like with the pleasure machine, he gets the machine. He lives a life of ultimate pleasure, but the only catch is he can't come out. And I feel like he's got. Arguably, that's another dimension as well, because he's stuck in there permanently. So that's become his new dimension, even though even if he knows it's fake. He doesn't know it's fake though. He thinks it's reality and until that person comes out and it's like you can either spend ten minutes or ten hours out of the machine. Mm. But when you go back in you choose for another two years where you want to be. Yeah, but you'll yeah. not know that you were in the previous two years or in the previous ten hours, ten minutes. Mm. It will be like a fresh new start and you've just been transported into this thing. Would yeah. you walk into the machine? Me? Yeah. No. For the rest of your life, you wouldn't? No. I wouldn't either. I say it's... The whole thing is... Basically correlates with, like, virtual reality. We've made it to expand. And a bunch of times, it would be like... Oh, well, you know, you put this headset on and you'll go on, like, vacation. You'll go on holiday. Let's say you're in 
some island. Say you've gone Malta, say you've gone Spain, say you've right. bloody Hawaii, anywhere that you can think <laughs> of. It's like you go, you live this life of luxury, and most of the time, the things that they see in the virtual reality, it's, it's like, you know, there's people really living that. Like the rich people, they've got... I don't know, think they live in virtual reality. No, they don't live in virtual reality, but the way that the person, you know, sees life, you know, they've got like excessive they've got an excess of whatever they want you know they've got as much money as they want they can eat what they want they go wherever they want they live that life that we want they live the life that we want and people already have that life so i think we shouldn't limit ourselves to a machine if we can actually make it in reality but can we make it in reality is it really a meritocracy does that exist i think okay listen yeah (laughs) if they made it i think anyone can make it if they really tried Again, it's sociology. But, okay. There's people who have... You know ascribed statuses, right? They're born in... Like, ascribed status. They're born into something. Yeah. But the way that society is, it's really hard to make your way out of that. Because in this world, you need connections. Yeah, exactly. So I think if you're born into something... It's easier for you. It's an easier escape to connect to the pleasure machine then. Because you know that... You're you're not going to be able... Yeah. You're yeah. not socially mobile. You're not able to work your way up the hierarchy. You can just, you know... I don't think social mobility it. exists. Neither do I. Like, I just don't think it exists because it's just so hard to get anywhere. There it is. Because things just keep getting bigger and bigger. People keep getting more selfish and more greedy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's literally nothing in the world that is worth, like, the greatest amount of appreciation or gratitude because everyone's just so... Everyone's so greedy. Yeah. And we can't escape this because that's the society we've built without that form of structure. You know, huh. Structure, quote marks. Okay. Structure. <laughs> you know, if I, was, if I was down in the dumps, like, poor, in the slums, and I made my way up to be rich... Then you'd believe in meritocracy. Then I'd believe in what? Meritocracy. Explain that. Working your way up. Like, you know, there's the aristocrats. Yeah. And then there's, like meritocracy working your way up yeah in a society you can be in the underclass and if you get to the ruling class then you're going to be an advocate of meritocracy but well that's the only reason why like it's the only reason so it's selective and people only believe in it if it's worked out for you exactly but what i'm saying that if you were poor and you made it all the way to the top would you forget about your poverty like would you like not help anyone anymore would you be self? Would you be the selfish rich person who made it all the way from the bottom? I did this myself. I don't need to help anyone. I feel like that's what money does to people, though, because a bunch of rich people have that perspective. Exactly. I can't say that it, it, if I become rich that I won't do that as well. Because no. I obviously I'm not rich. Like I can't yeah, speak yeah. for something that hasn't happened. Yeah. That's what I'm really scared of. It's but it's like, inevitable in situations like that. It's it's people want to be rich, but it's the richness that that it corrupts you. It yeah. corrupts you. No, literally, you can't be not corrupted. It gets to you, like... I feel like even the most powerful person, like, who's, like, really, like, mindful and has great control over their own self, they won't even be able to resist it. Mm. So what was the question? Oh, this was about the universe. <laughs> um, ah. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there is another universe beyond the universe. There's just things beyond... There's just things beyond that you don't know. Mm, go on. Okay, next one. I really want the fish one. You want the fish one? I want the fish one. I don't know about the fish one because I just don't get it. 
Oh, we'll see if we get it. Okay, next one is... The fish one! Yes! The fish one? yes. <laughs> okay, go on, read it. Okay. So, would you rather be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? Go on, take it away. Big fish in a small pond. Let's go back to social class. Okay. <laughs> big fish in a small pond. You know, you can be the lower working class, you can be the underclass. Because, fair enough, you're big fish, because you are a large part of the population. Right. Because you are the big, like, you know, you, you populate a lot of the pond. Right. The pond is society, you are the fish. Are you talking about a community, or are you talking about an individual? I'm talking about a community. So, like, the... Okay, fine. Like a class in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... The big fish, you are big because you occupy a lot of the pond. That is, you know, that forms a parallel in society because there are more people who are of lower income than there are of the ruling class. Do you right. know what I mean? They yeah. occupy more of the pond, the world. And then there's the small fish. They don't occupy that much, but you know, the ruling class is not that that many of them. Like top percent. Yeah, but they have more space in a big pond to go exert their influence. Right. Do you get it? I get it. But I thought the complete opposite. I think I like interpreted the question different to yours. What I you thought think? big fish in a small pond is that one that one rich like hierarchy, like that yeah. proper person who just controls everyone in that. And then small fish in a big pond is just that one person trying to get somewhere in the world, but it's just mm. too hard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's like you're that one person, oh, I want to do this, I want to be this. It's just too hard because there's so many things, so many people mm. that are trying, that are the same thing as you. There are other small fishes yeah, yeah. that are trying to get to the same position as you. That's what I thought it was. Like, I was I was the complete opposite. Like, you thought yeah, yeah. it was different. No, yeah. That works. Yeah, I feel it was like that. You know, like, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure? She's like, she's trying to make it in mm. Hollywood. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's that <laughs> one, like, one person. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fine. That's what, that's what I thought it was. What that's would you be, though? Would you be the big fish? Would you be the small fish? You see, I would be the s- small fish because I, I care about people. Mm. And I don't want to be the big fish that everyone hates for taking up the space in their pond. From your interpretation of it? Yeah. You see, from my stance, if I say I'd like to be the big fish, that means I'd like to be stuck in poverty. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't. But But if I want to be a small fish, that means I want to be the ruling class and exploit other people for the advancements of my own opportunities in this pond. Yeah. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So with my my interpretation... You're the big fish. My interpretation, I'd be the... mm, I don't want to be the big fish. You want to be a frog. You want to be a frog on a I want to be pack. a dragonfly, just flying above and You want to be a dragonfly. That's what it is. You see, I was going to say that you don't necessarily have to be ruling class and exploit people, but I think that you do. There's a lot involved. I think there's a lot that happens behind closed doors that you don't know. 100%. Oh my god, people are just so selfish. Yeah. Next. Um, Next. How do you think you'll die? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think... Um, just like health issues to be honest mm. i think i have quite a lot of those <laughs> i i think i'm a pretty safe person so i'm not going to bet on myself that i die like in a car accident or yeah. crossing the road oh you know what i do when i cross the road i wait for the car to go halfway past me i start walking when the car is like halfway past me so i'm in between its wheels oh my god 
that's how I <laughs> <laughs> that's how I cross the road because then if a car's coming like behind it, I'm not gonna get run over because it immediately because as soon as I cross the road, I'm halfway to the car that's already passing me, and whilst it goes, I'm I'm immediately on the other side. So I don't get run over. The car can be 12 metres away and I would wait for it to pass before I walk. I know, and that's what I find annoying. Just cross the road. Yeah, but it's... it's listen. If it's, at a di- no, if it's at a suitable distance, going at the same speed, then yeah. Because I doubt that they're going to press the speed on high if they see a person already crossing the road. Because what kind of psycho does that? There are some. Okay, we'll take your chances. <laughs> take your chances. Today will be the day. <laughs> I do this every time and I just don't like people. Are, and then I look back and people are still waiting. I'm like, you could have, you could. I walk fast actually, so I think that's a little factor as well. What okay, was the but you know what, guys? Uh, moral of the story cross at zebra crossing. So yeah. when, you press, <laughs> when you press the button, it tells you when to go. Yeah, that. No, if it's a green light, red light situation... Oh, no, that's a good game there. If it's a green light, red light situation... I seen it. You need to see it. Um, then I will wait for the green man. Mm. But if it's like a situation where you just cross the road, I'm not waiting. Like, yeah. If I see a car at a suitable distance and it's going at the same speed, I can calculate, you know, speed equals distance times time. You know what? Not physics. Mm. No. Speed equals distance, distance divided, divided by, by time. time. Um, then I can just do a little bit of a quick calculation. And we're going. Mm, maths is a problem. So, and <laughs> physics. <laughs> um, so I think I die mainly because of health concerns. Because I feel, in my family, like, I think in most Asian families, there's just health problems. Mm. Partially because of the food we eat. I think. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, but then again, this is an assumption. Life, life changes. Life is unpredictable. What if, these health conditions no longer pose a problem in the future then what say you're say you're say it's not something that's like hereditary right right say that you're you're over that you're <laughs> <laughs> i'm over and done with hereditary diseases okay <laughs> if i don't want it i'm not gonna get it exactly like, <laughs> i, I repent to you it's out of the it's out of the, out of the question pretend this wasn't a factor okay how do you think you die this is like instead of being realistic about you as an individual and your you're like, you know, hereditary health issues. Right. Think about using it as a person and what you would do. The how type I of person you are, how you would act. Something that might lead Probably to... Probably crossing the road then, <laughs> because... Yeah. If I'm not dying by hereditary disease or whatever... Disease, I don't know, whatever gets passed down, then I'm dying because of crossing the road. Fine. Or cooking. I'm not very good at that. For me, I think it'd just be a stupid accident. Like what? I don't know, like tripping on something and then the button. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing I land on just kills me. Oh my god. Oh my god, like in Fractured. Mm. Yeah. That movie Fractured. Everyone watched Fractured. It was please. it was so good. It's really confusing, but it's really good. You get it in the end. It's yeah, so... in the end it kinda all comes together. Well. Yeah, god damn. Mm. Um, what would you trip on? Air? I think air. That would be a really stupid way to die. Who died on the toilet? Was it Elvis yeah. Presley? It was. Mm. It was, it was. Bit embarrassing. Bit embarrassing. <laughs> oh. I don't want to die because of bowel problems. That's the only thing. Dying with a stomachache. What a way to go. <laughs> what a way to what go. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah. Okay, we've got like a few more. Should we do two more? Yeah. Go on. <laughs> How long do you think you will be remembered after death? Oh, this nice transition. Mm. Not too long. It depends where I 
where I am. Where I am in the future. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's do it if you die right now. I'd say until my immediate family die. Because oh. I'd say I'm fairly important to them. But for me, there's like family members I know who... Okay, yeah, fair enough. Like I, I knew them and they died. But I didn't know them for a large part of my life. And there are days, hands on heart, there are days that go by that I don't even think of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's sad to say, but as they are important to the people, like my immediate family. Yeah. But they're like a generation or two ahead. So yeah. they're not, they don't pose that much importance to me, even though they should. And I think for us, we'll be like, oh yeah, well, you know, you know, yeah. No, like you love them, but you don't think about them every single yeah, day. Yeah, and we'd be like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm significant. And if I have my kids and their kids, you know, they'll remember me. But after a certain point, like, they have their own lives and they have their own things to focus on. Yeah. Like, say we have grandchildren. In a couple, like, you know, after things, you know, after we die, they'll be focusing on their parents and their kids. Because our kids, our kids will be their kids' grandparents. Do you know what I mean? So they won't be focusing on the great-grandparents. Exactly. They've got their immediate. So I think... Oh my we God, won't, yeah. We won't be remembered for too long because it's unless we make like a. I don't know my great grandparents. I don't yeah. meet them, but obviously they're not going to meet you. Yeah. So like, oh my God, we're just forgotten about. We are genuinely we're forgotten about because maybe in some people's memories, but after they die. So like, for example, oh, yeah. my mom's grandma. I don't know my great grandma. Yeah. She's probably here in my mom's memory, but after my mom passes away, it's gone forever. It's gone because you don't have any exactly. And it's not going to be in my children. It's not going to be their children because that. Exactly. So she's just forgotten, like ceased to exist. After the person who kind of keeps their Who's memories alive. Her grave? I don't know. Exactly. Things just demand. Things go away, and there's nothing that we can do about it. I mean, we'll be dead. So. Oh, I have a question. Hmm. Is it? Do graves stay forever? Like, after a few decades, decades. Like, oh no, after a few generations die do they start digging up graves taking out bones putting a new body in there like what happens i don't even know i mean how much space do we have and how long has the planet been a thing that's what i've been thinking about like how much space do we have like we can't be burying people in people's gardens anymore like i feel like erosion like <laughs> erosion <laughs> geography st- like the weather things change climate changes and i think if you have a certain... massive gravestone and you're like oh well there's a body in there but i need to put this new that's... fresh one no, that's true, but a lot of people are in wooden coffins and eventually, like, you know, after a while that deteriorates in itself. That's bones true. bones stay, but they can get scattered because of weather conditions, you know, cl- like, things change. Yeah. And I think after a while, people might not know that there was a grave there, so they might just, you know... Dig it up, put another yeah, yeah. body in. Right, that makes sense. God, imagine you're just, oh, one day I want to visit my great-grandma's grave. You go there that's and it's gone. just... It's just some old man that died yesterday's. Yeah. And you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> you're I like, mean, rest in peace, but you're not the one I came to look for. Exactly. You're like Google searching, uh, you know, doing ancestry.com and all of that. And then yeah. you're just like, oh crap, well. It's fine. Yeah, I don't think we're really like, remembered for too long. There's people who've made a big impact, but who's someone from, say, the 1800s that you remember? It can be a big figure. Probably like, royalty, I mean. There's royalty, but then it like that's royalty. Do you know what I mean? Like, they aren't forgotten because they're brought up consistently. It's not like an immediate family thing. We're talking about us. We're not, you know, that's part true. of the monarchy. Because, say Elizabeth the first, she's taught. It's been years, and she is sixteen hundreds. It's, it's literally fifteen, sixteen hundreds, and this girl's still being spoken about. There's Shakespeare. His works being shared on and on and on. And I think, unless you've got that much power and influence. You if you yeah, like if you've got something that can be passed on of value, arguably the royal family don't, but yeah. 
Like, <laughs> but if you think Shakespeare and his like literature, his you know poems, books, I you mean plays, sonnets, cool. like they can be passed on, and then we can study them, and that's going to go forward and forward. So it's not like an immediate family thing. It's not as if it's he's obviously quite influence. Because if we didn't know who Shakespeare was, if he wasn't, you know, if he wasn't a famous playwright, you know, all this, then people probably wouldn't know of him because all his family long dead. Yeah, <laughs> long gone, man. <laughs> like, like yeah. you can go visit his house at Stratford upon Avon. Yeah. Right now, just like look on the look on the outside and be completely starstruck. You know what though? Like Shakespeare's known for his writing and stuff. Mm. What if he was good at something else and you just never knew? Exactly. Like break dancing. Like we've got, like we've got no evidence. We've got no one who knows him. We've got no information apart from he was a playwright. We know nothing more about this man. Even even his like descendants. What yeah. do they know about him? They weren't there. They know the same as us because that's how widespread he is. Exactly. So what the hell? Yeah. Because okay. From a normal perspective, not celebrity, not like influence. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna be remembered past immediate. Fa- if I die right now, mm. past maybe like if my brother has children, like maybe like past them, mm. I won't be remembered because um, I feel like they would talk about me. Like, oh, do, where's do you have an like you don't have an aunt because she's dead. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> imagine you're, you're telling you're telling your little two-year-old boy, yeah, sorry, aunt's dead, man. Um, mm. But like, you see, you won't be remembered past the immediate family. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Cause because we, like, before I thought of that, you know, we would have thought, yeah, well, you know, if we, you know, if we make it big, you know, people might talk about us, fine, but they're all within the same generation as us. They're all going to die as well. And after exactly. they die, we're gone. Because it's not as if, it's not as if we're, you know, we might make an impact in the world. We might be another Shakespeare, but realistically, I no. think it's just like the first generation yeah. Like the immediate people we're around and what they say, what they choose to say. Because if we don't come up in conversation and if there's no memories that they have, you know, like with, with their kids, you know, we could be in the future and our kids could have their kids and they'll be talking. But if we aren't relevant in the conversation, they won't just randomly bring it up. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? They'll be yeah. like, oh, by the way, remember your, your grandma? And then, you know, then it's weird. Yeah, then, then you just made it awkward. Yeah. Because your nan's dead. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> why are you bringing it up? Yeah. Yeah, like, our, I'm pretty sure our parents don't talk about their parents to us every single day. Exactly. Dead or alive, like, I don't know. Um, they don't really, like, mention them every single day. Oh, my mum used to tell me this, my dad used to tell me... Yeah, like, because it only comes know. up in relevant conversations. Like, even, I think, with discipline, if someone's, if someone's, you know, trying to discipline their child, they'll bring up their parents, you know what I mean? Because that's, yeah. that's like, a reflection of what they're doing. Yeah. But after you're dead, it's like... What what's the point? Yeah, it's like yeah, you have that memory, but that's all you have. But there's no contrast, and usually like they won't bring up anything bad because you're dead. I and mean, also, generations are changing. Like, why use this discipline? Like, if you're using an example, yeah. like that that those disciplinary methods won't be used anymore. Exactly. So then, there's no reason to bring them up anyway. Exactly. And then it'd just be you know well, maybe for comparison, but then that won't need to happen. That won't need to happen exactly. So yeah. I don't <laughs> So, you know what? Once you're dead. You're dead. You're forgotten. Yeah. And unless you make a really big staple in life, but what if you're remembered for the things you don't want to be remembered for? Yeah. Some people can be really good people, do one thing bad, and are shunned for the rest of their life. Depends on what the bad thing is, mm. but it's still, like, it's hard. Yeah, it is. It's hard. Okay, we'll do one more. We'll do one more. And then we'll leave it at that. Okay. I just, you know, do you want to be remembered? 
when you die. I feel like it'd be nice. <laughs> it'd be nice to be. It'd be nice, it. like the Mexicans. They think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like, I'm like the you know, um, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Um, like if you remember this certain family member, they live on in like the, the land of the dead afterwards. Yeah. So if you remember them, that's what keeps them alive afterwards, and that's like a sentiment that I think is nice. Is a sentiment. So you know, you remember them, and then they'll live on. And then it goes on because everyone wants to be remembered. So then, you know, it just spreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's nice. But in all modern westernized traditions, you're dead, you're dead. People go on with their lives, like. Yeah, funerals happen. And then, like, your death And then anniversaries every now and again. Yeah. But, it's... but besides that, on a regular day, you won't really be talked about. Exactly. Anyways, last one. Yes. Nice, nice one to end off. Five celebs you'd have at a dinner party, dead or alive, and why? Oof. Can you go first? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Um, I feel like, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know, this is hard. It is hard. Should we do, okay, we'll do alive. Okay. No, actually, we'll do both. I just don't know any. Dinner party. First of all, who do I really look up to? I look up to, like, song artists, because I think they're clever. Yeah. I look up to, like, literature, like, writers. Yeah. You know what? I'd actually have, like, my teachers. One of my teachers. A teacher? I'd have, you know, um, English teacher. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because I, I look up to him. I think he's a great person. Yep. You know. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So, but he's not a celebrity. So, I can't really... Someone who's made an impression in the world who I would like to have. Ooh. I feel like the common answer would be like your favourite actors and actresses, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you're there for a good time, it's a dinner party. But then also... But are they nice people? This is, yeah. We make an impression of... People form like so many celebrity crushes. But it's all like, <laughs> but it's like all based off what we assume the, exactly, the celebrities like, are we like. We don't know them. Take Timothy, okay? <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> take Timothy. Me. Seems like a sweet person in interviews. You know, he's played a lot I think of he nice. Is, like, genuinely, a good I person. genuinely think so as well. But you know, for a bunch of characters that he's played, you know, he's that he's acted out. He's been, you know, he's been portrayed as a nice person. So I think it makes it easier for us to make that association. I don't think his characters are nice people. Beautiful Boy pissed me off. Ladybird, what even was that? Fine, but that's all I've watched. I think The King. I I fell asleep. Like I don't know. I don't know what happened in that. I no. I think no. No. I think Elio. Elio was nice. He was sweet. Who's that? Called by name. Oh, I do. Nick Chef. Nick Chef, you have to respect him though because he's a real guy. I know it. The situation pisses us off because addiction pisses us off. That's that's that's, that's the only reason, not that's, him. Exactly. It's just addiction. But yeah, I mean, he was Laurie, and who? Little Woman. Oh, I haven't seen that. A lot of people don't like him in that film. Why? I I don't know because he went. Oh, if you haven't seen Little Woman, then. I guess this is a spoiler, but he ends up with Amy, not Joe. Okay, well, um, you know what? <laughs> if it's a meant to happen, is fate real though? Because because <laughs> you influence things along the way. Like 
when you look back at it, things happen, but you influenced it along the way. You can pick one decision over another and change fate. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think fate is consistent. No, it isn't. I think it's only consistent if you look back at it, you're like, oh yeah, well, I mean, that was going to happen anyways. But it was going to happen. But it wasn't going to happen anyways, because you've you've influenced it. Do you know what I mean? I think with every action you do, you influence fate. I think everything is fate then, because you influence every single action that you do. Like Maybe fate just doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, you know how? It's like, if everyone lied, then lying wouldn't exist, because everyone's doing it. Like, if everyone took part in adultery, adultery wouldn't exist, because everyone's doing it. That's it true. wouldn't be a crime and It'd it wouldn't be, be something bad. It would be normal. Mm. So, like, if everyone... Like, if everything is fate, fate doesn't exist. It just is what it is. Then it shouldn't be given a label. It then should just be... Life. life. It should just... <laughs> fate it just, just be life. Uh, what was the question? Five celebrities? Five <laughs> um, um, You know what, yeah? I, I'm not hosting a dinner party. That's it. That's my answer. Invite me to yours. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna hit, I'm not hosting one. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Okay, if I'm being completely like like that and talking about general like actors, musicians, la la la. If you say Ed Sheeran's or. I would say Ed Sheeran. No, I think, I think Ed Sheeran's great. Now, no. I'd say Joji. Yeah, fair because, enough. Because, like, come on, he's like, he's, he's funny, he's talented. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say that guy from TikTok, um, Newton. <laughs> oh yeah, because he can cook. Newton can cook, and he's just beautiful. Like he can, he can be there. Fair enough. Um, uh, actors, Robert Downey Jr. Because mm. come on now, why Paul not? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, a hundred percent. Like Paul. I feel like I wouldn't invite Paul. I just expect him to turn up anyways. Zendaya and Tom. Zendaya and Tom. They have to be there. <laughs> They're just so cute. Um, you know what? I just pick the most basic people because I'm. It's, fun. it's like you have a dinner party and then you have like the the afters, like you yeah. know, like you know, you spend the afters. <laughs> after think, party. Yeah, and I think Thomas and they would stay for that, and then the rest of them would leave because yeah. they're just the type of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we think. What about you? I don't know. I read Timothy. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killian. Robert. Patterson. Not for a dinner party. Not for a dinner party? Not what, for a dinner would he party. bring his like ugly pasta from yeah, yeah, the corner yeah. shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what would it be? No, not Timothy, Killian, Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom and Zendaya are going to be there. Tom and Zendaya, okay. Zendaya That's four, one more. Uh, you know, I'll bring... No, actually, Tom and Zendaya, I love them. But I want Dylan and Lydia. You're kicking them out for... Di- uh, you know what? Fine. I'm Dylan kicking them out for Dylan and Lydia because I'll still be... I'm coming to yours. So I'll see Tom and Zendaya. <laughs> Dylan, Minette, and what's it? Lydia's, Lydia Knight. Lydia Knight. Right. Okay, so what yeah. would your fifth be? Fifth. Would it be... um um? Oh, crap. I forgot his name. Who, do you, who else? Corey. Corey and Damon. Oh, Corey or Damon, pick one. No, I can't do that. You've got you've got one last fifth option. You've not got any more seats. You're gonna make one of them sit on the floor? I don't think so. Can we half it? <laughs> can we half it? Do you have an extra seat? Um, I can give you half of a seat, so you can half a person. So half a person choose their left side or their right side. <laughs> choose oh one God. person. You have to okay, pick. Okay, okay, I'll take the left of Damon and the right of Corey. No, but it's half a seat. Hmm. 
I cut the C in half. Only half of them can fit on there. What, so we both share one person? Yeah. No. No, we both don't share one person. The other half of them can be home. Aha. I'm going to take... I would... uh, You take half of Corey, I'll take Damon. Or the other way around. I don't mind. (laughs) I don't mind. I'll take Damon. Go on. I'll take Corey. Um, Half split and then the rest of them are just at home. At home. Yeah, okay, I think that's a good good position to that's end good. it off. That's a good position. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood? She's such a girl boss. Um, she would bring you food jewelry, I think. Oh my god, what would everyone really? bring you for their um, like housewarming gift or something? You know what? Corey and Damon. Cheese. Nacho cheese in a tin. Yeah. Um, Corey would bring a nacho cheese in a tin. Damon would bring a single rose. Timothy would bring... Like freaking, I'd say a ring. A ring. R- uh, what? Killian would bring his freaking his eyes. What? His eyes. His eyes. <laughs> I think he'd bring like a leather jacket. No, that's not really a housewoman gift. I don't think. I think he'd bring jacket. a plant. I think this is gonna sound so. Weird. I d- I think a box of pens. Killian would bring a box of pens. I'm not even lying. Can you not picture him walking with like a box of pens? A box of like big super grip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hello, Sydney. How you go? Some big, big super group from yeah. yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I just I don't know. Um, um, what would Dylan bring? Dylan. Dylan would bring a guitar for the music. Lydia would bring her cat. And Lydia would bring her cat. And then we've got the music because both of them can sing and play instruments. Yeah. And then we've got the cat, which belongs to both of them. Yeah. And I just think that they should stay for the after party instead. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Tom and Zendaya, I guess. R.I.P. Tom and Zendaya, but they'll be at yours. Will so. they? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, that's it. That's it then, guys. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, remember what I said about the emails? Uh, email us at museumpodcast. Ni- Podcast Museum. Podcast Museum 1903 at gmail.com. And yeah, drop us any suggestions about what we should talk about uh, next week and what the correlating article should be about. Thank you. So thanks for watching. (laughs) See you next week. Bye.